Welcome back to the No Tracers podcast. My name is Kay. I'm your host. Let's get into the show. Welcome to No Tracers, the podcast where I take you on an adventure through the hidden gems and forgotten corners of the world. From abandoned buildings and tunnels to rooftop views and street art, join me as we uncover the secrets of the urban landscape. With interviews from experienced explorers, tips and tricks for navigating the urban terrain, and thrilling first-hand accounts of their explorations. Get ready to discover the world like never before. Come explore with us, but remember, leave no trace. Happy Friday, guys. Welcome back to No Tracers. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with my second rooftopper. I'm so excited. This is TW Visions. You can follow him on Instagram, tw.visions. He's based in the UK in London. He's a rooftopper, crane climber, and he explores abandoned places as well. So we're going to be chatting all about his crazy time climbing things, exploring things, and uh, running from the cops. <laughs> Super excited. If you're new to the podcast, please hit the subscribe button. And as always, Thank you for listening to No Tracers. I appreciate you guys being a part of this audience and helping this show grow. If you want to come on the No Tracers podcast, you know what? You can just hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram or contact at notracers.com to share your stories. Would love to have more rooftoppers, more train hoppers, more crane climbers, and you know, always love the urban explorers that do bandos. But uh, I'm trying to expand this podcast a little bit to other types of explorers as well. So if you are if you fall into that realm of rooftoping, crane climbing, train hopping, that kind of stuff, definitely hit me up. I would love to have you on the show. I have a couple uh, train hoppers lined up. Super excited about that. So be sure to stick around. New episodes come out every Friday. I'm actually gearing up to start touring all summer, but I am going to be bringing my gear with me to record. So I'll be able to do some podcasts while I'm out on the road. And uh, I'm super excited about that. It's going to be uh, a wild summer. I work for the band, the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus, and they're doing a full summer tour. So I will be out with them all summer, creating content for them, making documentaries and doing daily photography for them. Super freaking excited. Before we get into the show, I got to thank the partner on this podcast, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, well, it is canned water. Their motto is death to plastic. They're trying to solve the uh, plastics problem especially here in America, we tend to use a lot of plastics uh, to, you know, hold water and it's obviously bad for the environment. So they use uh, aluminum cans or aluminum, depending on where you live in the world. And uh, they are trying to kill plastic. So uh, definitely check out Liquid Death. If you want 10% off your order, go to liquiddeath.com and use promo code just the letter K and you can get that promo and some water. They also just started uh, creating, they created three types of iced tea, um, a green tea, peach tea, and Arnold Palmer tea. So if you want to try their teas, uh, definitely do that as well. Super stoked for this episode of No Tracers. Buckle up, it's about to get wild. TW Visions, please introduce yourself and what you do as an explorer. Hi, my name is Toby, uh, or TW Visions is my Instagram handle. Um, I've been exploring for, you know, four or five years now, but I've, uh, I do a lot of, yeah, abandoned places, climbing, all, all that kind of stuff. But yeah. So what got you into exploring in the first place? Like take me into your first time ever, either, you know, climbing or going into a bando. 
uh, it, it all started just like around my hometown. Like me and my friends would go out and climb on the local shops in the high street and, you know, go on like two story buildings, climb random bits of scaffolding. And then I think the first building, the first thing I ever did was abandoned buildings. I started exploring a few houses, like a few abandoned houses and stuff in my town. And then started going on to like bigger places, going slightly further. Um, and then, yeah, we, we climbed a construction site and I did my first crane and it, it all kind of just escalated from there. Well, so take me into that first crane climb. Like what was your, like, what was your experience like? And were you like scared to do a crane? Like take me into like the mentality of climbing a crane. Cause I've only done one and I was like, I don't know if I can ever do this. <laughs> um, well, the first crane, the first crane, crane I ever climbed was actually super sketchy. It was uh, late December. Um, it was like pretty cold out and there was this building site and me and my friends had been in like to the building site loads of times and just, you know, messed around on the, on the scaffolding and such. But we saw the crane and we thought, yeah, like it was, it was a quiet night. It was like just before Christmas, like I said, and we was like, yeah, let's do it. And we actually, we got to the top and then we saw the police cars pull up. So we had to get down and escape. Like, and that was the first ever experience I'd ha had of doing it. And we had like some crazy police chase. My friend rolled his ankle jumping over a fence and we had to oh. push him off in a uh, trolley or a shopping cart. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, talk to me more about like the, the laws there, like the trespass laws into like construction zones. Um, like, wh what is it like there? So as long as you don't break anything or steal anything, normally you're right in the UK because trespass isn't actually a criminal offense here. So Damn. if you, if you get caught, you know, and you've, you know, picked a lock or broken something or, you know, anything like that, then they can arrest you. But Unless it's um, they have a specific uh, injunction is what it's called is where they have like a specific uh, high court injunction to make it illegal to trespass on that site, mm -hmm. uh, you're absolutely fine. And they only have that on like very high listed buildings, you know, like the Shard and buildings right. in Canary Wharf and stuff like that. Dude, I I recently watched this video of a guy climbing the shard barefoot. Yeah, that's uh, that's one of my one of my fr close friends. Um, Dude, yeah, that shit was he's wild. Nuts. He's nuts. And, <laughs> wild. and I was like, like, like I said, because the shard has one of those injunctions, he actually went to prison for that for right. a little over three months, I think it was. Yeah, that that was a crazy video. One of the just coolest things that I've yeah, seen. Yeah, the, the drone shots. The drone shots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was wild. That's a, uh, it's crazy. So talk to me about the, the climbing community there in the UK. Like, is it, are you guys super tight knit? Do you um, kind of know everybody? I mean, there's, there's quite a lot of people who, who climb and do that kind of stuff in London. Um, but you know, at, at some point I've met up with different groups of people, met, met loads of different explorers in London. Um, and then obviously you just kind of find the people that are trying to take it in the same direction as me, if you know what I mean? Like, mm. I'm trying to take it into more of a creative side rather than just, you know, going out and exploring for the sake of it. Like, so, I, you know, I found like a pretty close group that are all, you know, trying to follow that kind of that path. And yeah, we, we travel a lot. We, we chill together. We, you know, it's, it's nice. 
So talk to me about like the mentality of being a, an urban climber, you know, like it's not like a, not everybody does this, you know what I mean? It's like a very niche thing that a select few are, you know, a brave enough to do it and B just want to do it. So talk to me about like the mentality of being an urban climber. I would say like what, what's always going through my head since I've, I've started, it was like what I fell in love with was just thinking, you know, this is, this is something that you just feel so, so free. And you know, like, in a way, you, you know, you're above the city, you're seeing everyone rushing around, like, you know, with their briefcases, their umbrellas, like just heads down, you know, and you, you wonder what all these people get up to. And then you just kind of zoom out a bit and you just think you're, you know, you're up there looking over all of this. And, you know, it, it's uh it's a strange feeling, but it's, so as somebody that, you know, I've done a, a couple of climbs here and there, rooftops, things like that, but I mostly explore abandoned places. And there's this feeling you get when you go into a bando, and I'm sure you've experienced this, where the world kind of shuts out around you. Like it, it kind of just vanishes and evaporates away while you walk into this building yeah. that's like forgotten. Is it kind of the same when you're, you know, up on a crane? Like, does the world kind of fade away below yeah, you? Yeah, like, you you know, you, you're not thinking about anything in that in that moment, like, people who think what we do is like, you know, high adrenaline, you know, crazy, like we're adrenaline junkies. We don't see it like that. Like when we're in those situations, we are completely calm. You know, our senses are heightened. You know, you just feel completely relaxed in a way. Although you may be in this, what some might see as a super dangerous situation, there's absolutely no fear or adrenaline going through you to kind of affect your judgment or anything like that. Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like if you're, freaking out you're you're more likely to make a mistake yeah exactly I, up there that could be fatal we've always said like if you're scared or you know you're you're pu super pumped with adrenaline when you're doing stuff like that then you shouldn't be doing it mm, that's fascinating so do you have a certain type of building that you prefer to explore or like a type of architecture i mean i would say i i enjoy abandoned buildings now more than i do rooftop in in most cases, obviously, in some some rooftops are, are insane. Like, just got back from Dubai, the, oh, the yeah. roofs out there were ridiculous. But um, <laughs> abandoned buildings, I, I love you know stuff with a lot of history, old hospitals, uh, schools, like you know psych psych wards, stuff like that. I find really interesting. You know, it's crazy. So I I grew up in Dubai. I studied film there, um, and a lot of those buildings are left half constructed. So yeah. there's actually like a lot more abandoned stuff in Dubai that people don't know about. Yeah, unless like you like are in tune. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're like in tune with the community. And so it's like, it's fascinating. I haven't been back. My dad still lives over there. Um, he's actually in, uh, in Doha now, but yeah. he was in Abu Dhabi in Dubai for like 12 years for his job. Um, but yeah, like growing up over there, I wasn't really into urban exploring back then. I was like a young teenager. Yeah. Um, but like now when I go back, I'm like, dang, I got to like yeah, hit you, some stuff. You, you know, it's, some place, like, it's places mad. you never even thought about going to. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, and it's like to get on rooftops there, you usually have to pay, you know, like a lot yeah. to like get up on a roof there. Yeah. And so how do you guys navigate when you travel to different countries like like Dubai, you know, like the offense for for trespassing there, I'm sure is totally different than in the UK, you know, like, like, how do you guys navigate the different countries that you travel to? So normally what we do, you know, before you go somewhere like that, 
you you speak to some some people who have been before you know you you see other posts on instagram you you know get a a layout of the spots what you want to go check out and then it's just literally a case of going there having a look if it's not possible like in dubai if it was you know too tight with security and stuff you know we're not going to take unnecessary risks out there but um yeah you just kind of get a sense of the security how you're going to get in you know how you're going to get onto the roof and get out without being noticed and that's mm. part of the fun is working all that out yeah definitely so for you when did photography come into play when did you first pick up a camera and start documenting these explorers it was um pretty early to be fair i was into photography I got into photography all pretty much at the same time as I started exploring abandoned buildings. So I used to like ride a lot of mountain bikes and stuff like that. So I, I picked up this cheap camera off like Facebook or something. Um, and I used to go out and take photos of my bike on it, like go out on a bike ride and, you know, there would be like burnt out cars or something. Can I put my mm. bike up against the burnt out car and take a picture? And then as I like got into editing a bit and exploring more abandoned places, um, I just started taking a lot more photos and just documenting what I was getting up to in that way. And, mm. you know, then I bought my first DSLR and just slowly got more and more into photography. And then obviously from that, I've now gone into all different kinds of photography, you know, film and street photography and, it all did actually stem from exploring and riding my bike and picking up a camera quite early on. That's wild. So I, I noticed on your, your Instagram, you do like shoots for, for work. Like do you, you freelance as a photographer as well? Yeah. Yeah. For, uh, I'm doing like photography and content creating uh, full time for the past two years. That's awesome, dude. Congratulations. Um, so it's, it's cool to see, you know, these urban explorers that do photography get into like, an area where they can you know make money doing what they love for you what was that transition like to get not to like go off on a tangent away from exploring but like for you uh what was it like to be able to make money off of your passion yeah like it, it, it has been insane to be honest like the way things have gone especially uh over the past sort of 12 months have been really like yeah just crazy to be honest to think mm. where I started out and then because it all just started from going around climbing rooftops in London. It was, you know, we'd go out every day and we, we'd go out, you know, climb roofs, hit building sites and take photos. And then as I started sharing them and gaining a bit of a bigger following, I started, you know, working with clothing companies and doing bits and pieces like that. But yeah, to think that that's how it started and where I am at now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty insane. And I'm hoping that I can keep traveling, hoping to keep traveling with my work because traveling is really my passion to be honest at the moment yeah I feel you there and I I think you know you live in a part of the world where travel looks different than it does here in the states yeah because like you can get on a plane for three hours and be in you know Germany or you know wherever and, and like a totally different environment than it is here like you know America kind of looks pretty similar to itself you know unless you go like I just got back from Alaska which like shouldn't really be a part of America because it's so far away. You know, it's closer to, to Russia than it is to, you know, yeah. Texas, you know? So it's, it's just wild to, to see and travel on that side of the world where you're at. Um, have you ever gotten permission to explore a spot? Um, 
Yeah, probably probably a few times. There was there was this one abandoned mansion uh, in London that I used to go to a lot um, for photo shoots. Like it was super chill to to go in. It was a really nice spot. <laughs> I I used to go there to do quite a lot of shoots and I, I got friendly with the security guard because he kept catching me like every time he would come over you know like saying the same thing I'd be like oh you know it's only me like <laughs> and it got to the point where he, if he would see me there he'd come over and I, he'd be like oh how long do you need and I'd say oh you know right. 40 minutes or an hour and he'd be like okay all right well I'm gonna come back in an hour just make sure you've cleared out by then he was super chill <laughs> that's awesome I just recently got in touch with a guy that's a caretaker for an abandoned opera house. Right. And so I'm going to have him on the show to talk about how, cause he loves exploring, you know, and he was like trying to save this building. So he became a part of like the community council and like saved the building from being demolished because it's like a historic site. And so I'm, I'm super excited to like talk to him and he's the kind of guy that's like, if you want to come explore this spot, just hit me up and like, I'll let you in, yeah. you know, like don't break and enter, like just come hang out and check it out. So I think it's cool, like getting permission and it's a rare thing, but it, it always makes us feel like kind of, kind of special to be able to go into these places with, with the permission of people. It kind of takes that anxiety away from the, you know, the other part of exploring. Yeah. I, I, I only we the thing is we don't really have that issue here in the UK because right. getting caught by security here is like not really a big deal. Um, sure. But obviously, like say in other countries, like when we were in America, for example, um, you know you do you're a lot more wary about getting caught because you know that the consequences are different and people deal with things in different ways. Yeah. Like we we oh, we yeah. got caught by uh, some hotel like concierge when we were in New York and they got super aggressive. They were demanding that they, that they could like take our cameras and they were like, yeah, we're going to take them and beat, beat them up and stuff. Oh and we God. were just like, you know, that's just, well, to be fair, that does happen in London as well, but you always feel a bit better because what you know, what you're doing is actually not illegal not against any laws. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is totally different here and it varies from state to state. That's the crazy thing. Like, like a couple explorers got um, charged federally. So like went to prison because they were on a construction site Yeah, and here that's like a federal property. So it's like super sketchy to do some stuff in different States around here. But uh, do you have any urban exploration injury stories? Um, I don't think I've, I've ever hurt myself too badly whilst exploring, you know, I've like cuts on thorn bushes and like, fences and stuff but i've never injured myself badly whilst exploring i always injure myself doing like the most stupid things like and people say you know all that stuff you do and like the last time i broke my ankle i literally just fell like badly off of uh, a tall curb that was the, that was my last injury and but up until then i hadn't haven't really had any any bad ones Good, good. I love hearing that. Um, can you share your scariest or riskiest exploration? Uh, the riskiest would probably probably have been Chernobyl, I guess. Mm. Uh, yeah, obviously we, we did that illegally and we were in the zone for three and a half days, climbed the radar, you know, had a few close encounters and stuff and obviously if you get caught there that's i don't i don't think it's too bad i think you get like a black stamp in the passport you know 
a big fine or something like that. But that was quite risky. <laughs> Damn, and, that's you know that's a huge goal for everyone is to hit Chernobyl. Yeah. Did you guys like stay in the forest? Like, where'd you guys camp at? Uh, yeah. So the the first night we camped in the forest. The second night we camped. Um, the second and third night we camped in Pripyat. Um, wow. And then we climbed the radar on the last day, and headed headed back. That's wild, dude. So did you did you have like a local stalker there, like a guide, or did yeah. you guys just kind of nah, figure we, it out? We we got some information uh, off a few people who had been, like some people who knew a lot about it. Um, but unlike most, yeah, we just went with four people who had never been before and just kind of figured it out for ourselves, which is, I think, a really rewarding way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like absolutely. we felt like we truly kind of had our own mission rather than being guided by someone. Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so tell me about your most creative entrance into a place. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even know where to start. We, we've done some <laughs> stuff. Uh, we've climbed up, you know, drain pipes up into like fourth story windows and, and stuff like that. You know, we've repelled down <laughs> things. We, we've done pretty much anything you can think of to get into places climbing up onto rooftops and dropping down through like a hole in the roof like all sorts um has anything ever made you want to stop exploring or take a break like any like situation where you're like i should probably chill for a second um there was like not anything uh specifically but the reason i kind of stopped exploring in london was just because there was a lot of people doing it, you know, going around causing damage and it got quite a bad kind of reputation with mm-hmm. the security and the police. So everything in London over the past year or so has just been like super heightened. All the rooftops have become so much harder to do. Um, so I've, I've stopped exploring in London as much as I used to definitely uh, for those kind of reasons. Mm, gotcha. And so on that note, like, what are your thoughts on social media with like the, you know, people live streaming while they're doing stuff and that kind of thing? Like what has your relationship been like with social media? I mean, at the end of the day, I I don't have a problem with anyone posting, you know, whatever they want. Like it it doesn't affect me. You know, I, Mm -hmm. I have things that which I personally would and wouldn't do when it comes to sharing stuff, but I'm, you know, I'm not in any position to tell anyone else you you should be doing it like this you should be doing it like that you know yeah absolutely i totally get that um how many pins are on your map (laughs) how many locations i can check check right now i know it's a lot (laughs) i have a lot in the uk but obviously i've got quite quite a few abroad now as well yeah how how do i see my total amount of pins you know I don't know. I, I wish I could just have like a screenshot just so I could see like how many fucking like if you had to guess, like how many pins do you think you have? Uh, probably. I mean, maybe around 2000, 3000. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible. dude. I mean, yeah, uh, there's two 2000 pins split over 37 countries. That's incredible, man. Like if if there was like you know, a way to, to kind of like showcase that, like it, it would be so cool to just see 
all the different explorers, like different maps and like a big collage of them. Cause it would cover the map. Like the, it would cover the entire globe. You know, I feel yeah. like people live everywhere. So they've yeah, been and people don't kind of understand like how many amazing places they're like walking past or walking over the top of or driving past mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It, unless you're looking for it, you don't see it. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you have a favorite exploration overall? If you could pick one. Um, that's a difficult question. Uh, I mean, as an experience as a whole, Chernobyl's is definitely up there. Um, sure. Like just the the whole thing, you know, we were we were so determined to do it, and it there were so many unexpected challenges, and you know, just being the four of us, like you say, with with no guide, it was just when we got back and we got picked up. And we were in that car on the way back to Kiev. We were just euphoric. Like it was, mm. it was insane. Um, but yeah, a few big trips, New York, New York was amazing to go out there and hit some roofs. Um, you know, go down onto the Metro, do all that stuff. Nice. Uh, and yeah, I mean, there's, there's been a lot. It's, it's all been all, all of it is a highlight. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, so what do you do when you're not exploring like abandoned places or cranes, like, and not doing photography? Like, what do you, what do you, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I do all kinds of sports, you know, skiing, uh, surfing, riding bikes, just, I, I'm very outdoorsy. Like I'm always doing something, you know, <laughs> whether it's like, yeah, like you say, going out on bikes or going on a road trip, like most of the time, to be honest, I'm yeah, either working doing photography and that kind of stuff or doing some kind of sports, some kind of extreme sports. Nice. Love it. It's very, uh, action filled life. It sounds like you live. Yeah. I, I struggle. I struggle to just like relax. Sometimes I, I always have to be busy and it just, sometimes it catches up with you, but can't complain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So what does your family think about you exploring all these places? Um, they're all right. They're, they're pretty chill. Like, <laughs> My my mum and dad, they both know like what I do. Um yeah. at first when I first started, you know, saying, Oh yeah, look at this building I climbed today and I was like fifteen years old and you know, it was it was different, but obviously they've also seen the way I've kind of pushed my content into a more creative and like you know, made photography my full time job. So now they they understand it a lot more than what they did at first, but yeah, they're 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 all very supportive, so I can't I can't fault them for that. Love that. If you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be? <laughs> As in a, an abandoned building. Yeah, yeah, like in a building. Right. Okay. I, there was uh, this this house in uh, Cyprus that me and one of my friends uh, camped out at in the summer. And it just had the perfect, like, open area for hammocking. And it was just, it was perfect. So I'd have to say that. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, What's the farthest you've traveled to go exploring? (laughs) Uh, um, Dubai, perhaps. I'd have to look at a map, but probably Dubai. That's a long one. That's a long trip for sure. Yeah. Um, Um, New York, actually. New York was a lot further. Sure, sure. Uh, and uh, uh, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Uh, I, I hope that it becomes 
more positively well known. Um, mm. But th there's obviously there's been a lot of big big things recently, you know, with the NFTs and uh, all this kind of stuff. It's really pushed it for the better, you know, seeing the more artistic side of it rather than the sort of vandalism side of it. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, if it if it could just be, you know, more well known and just have a bit of a better light shed on it for people who don't understand anything about it. That would be good. Yeah, definitely. So what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Uh, I would have definitely recorded a lot more. If I, if I knew now what I knew then I would have filmed a lot more of what I got up to because we did some insane stuff and as as much as I enjoy documenting stuff with photos and it's you know what what I enjoy the most to have had some of the things that we had done on video because trying to explain some of the stories is just like sometimes too hard to even put into words so yeah I would have recorded a lot more stuff but we've still got a lot of time yeah exactly so I usually ask kind of the same questions on this podcast to every guest, but I, I have a new question that I want to try out and you're the first person I'm going to have uh, take part in this. So we'll see how this goes. Um, what, not knowing who I'm going to have on next, what question would you ask my next guest on this podcast? Right. Okay. So something, something about exploring wise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, a cr craziest escape is always a good question mm. because I'm sure that would uh, make for some some really cool answers. Definitely. And for you, what was your craziest escape? <laughs> oh, I don't even know. We, we've had we've had a lot. Um, you know, I've escaped from multiple armed police officers, like special forces in in Venice. <laughs> That was a pretty crazy one. They pulled up on speedboats. Um, and yeah, we were all sleeping in an abandoned house in Venice. The uh, the Cabaneri blacked out police boats pulled up and me and one other managed to jump out of a first floor window and like hide in a garage whilst they cleared out the building and they left. And yeah, that was pretty intense. That's wild, dude. Oh my God. Well, hey, thank you for coming on No Tracers and for sharing your stories with everybody here. Yeah, no if, people wanna, if people want to follow you online or get involved with what you're doing, maybe hire you for a job, uh, how can they find you? Where can they go to find you online? I mean, yeah, the best place to hit me up is on Instagram, which is tw.visions. That's it. Um, and yeah, from there, you can get all my other pages, emails, stuff like that. So yeah, if anyone's looking to explore or whatever if anyone's listening from paris we could really do with a host next week <laughs> i don't know when this is going on but <laughs> yeah it, i'll uh i'll put the word out for you i got a couple contacts out there that would so. be amazing yeah because at the moment yeah. we're uh hammocking up here there and everywhere for a week <laughs> <laughs> very cool well i hope you have fun in paris and uh thank you again thank for you very on. much thank you for having me on all right guys that was my episode with toby tw visions if you guys want to give him a follow go to Instagram.com and type in TW.Visions. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please leave a rating and feedback on the podcast. It helps us grow. It helps us reach a broader audience of listeners that are passionate about this hobby, this sport, really, just like you. 
uh, please leave a rating and feedback. It, it really does help the podcast. If you want to get involved, you can go to notracers.com slash shop. You can pick up one of my photography books. You can pick up some T-shirts, hoodies, jackets, beanies, patches, AirPod cases, duffel bags, backpacks. I got all kinds of stuff up there. So if you want to go check it out, notracers.com. And I'll talk to you guys next Friday for another one. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.